You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth and Brenthurst Wealth is South Africa's top boutique wealth manager. With me today from Brenthurst Wealth is Suzanne Harmon. Suzanne, you sent a very interesting and tantalizing headline from an article that you've written for a money website, Investophobia, the fear of investing. And you go on to say, investing can be a risky endeavor and investors often find themselves worrying about potential pitfalls. Now, this is almost like a psychological barrier that people have. Investing is obviously the way to grow your money over a long period. And I know you at Brentoast are long-term investors. So what do you say to someone that says, well, I don't know, the market looks risky. I listen to Lindsay Williams, I watch CNN and CNBC, etc. What do you say to them? Hello, Lindsay, and good afternoon to the listeners. Thank you once again for having me. Thank you. Investophobia is a very real and a very common fear that we see along investors, if you want to call them that, even though they aren't yet investors. People that are so afraid of so many things revolving around investments that they can't actually bring themselves to put their money in the market. My aim with this article that I wrote was to more or less to help them understand how can you overcome this fear by identifying it. In this current market environment, um, Lindsay, a lot of the work we do is actually psychological work. We help clients. We hold their hands. We try to steer them from making emotional decisions. Before we get on to the points that you've made, I just want to bring up something that's just suddenly occurred to me. There are certain people in the financial services industry, and I don't count anyone at Brenthurst Wealth being one of these people that I'm going to describe now, that make it sound as though financial services and looking at markets, etc., is like brain surgery. They use jargons, they use acronyms, and it's almost as though you're listening to them over a braai or you know, in a dinner party or a cocktail party, whatever it is, and you think, goodness me, this is terrifying what they've just said. I don't know what they're talking about. I wish they'd simplify it. But I must say that the Brentos Wealth team does make it quite simple because it's, it's very simple. You buy low and you sell high, wouldn't you say? Thank you very much. That's a quite a big compliment. Um, that's exactly the end point is to sell low, oh, to sell high and buy low. <laughs> do not sell low and buy high. Please do not do that. Um, but ultimately, keeping that out of the uh, concept is the calmness of not making rash decisions to Think your decision through. Stick to your investment plan. Um, don't climb out of the market because it's volatile. If your investment plan is a long-term investment plan, why do you want to sell out after three months of being invested? And that is one of the main fears, is the fear of losses. It's a fear that can especially be acute during periods of market volatility, like we've seen over the last years where share prices and unit prices fluctuate very wildly up and down. And one of the means to combat this fear is to diversify. Make sure your portfolio is diversified across multiple asset classes, um, stocks, uh, bonds, cash, 
Um, and then also geographies, different countries, South Africa, the United States, Europe. Make sure it's different companies, different um, sectors, uh, technology, biotechnology. Um, this value funds, there's so many uh, uh, diversification options that you can make sure when the one sector goes down, the other sector will go up and you can play out this fear of losses by making money over the long term. Yes, fear is also engendered by the media. I'm not going to mention companies because that would be unfair and vindictive, um, but there have been a couple of South African companies that have clearly been overhyped uh, by the management or whatever, and we know the ones that we're talking about here, and there's also scams when it comes to cryptocurrencies, and people see these, they make headlines, because bad news travels fast, Suzanne, it travels much faster than good news. So when you're sitting there watching and thinking, okay, I've made some money, I want to invest, but look at what's going on there. So do you come across that as well? People say, but why, why would I invest in this company? It could be another, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. Um, bad news sells. That's the one thing in the newspapers and the media that we'll always see is you'll have one small insert of a, something good that happened, but the rest is all negative. And that's one thing that investors should also keep in mind that by the time that the bad news has been publicized or um, been on the TV or reported on, that bad news has already been priced into the market. It already happened. It is old news, if I can call it like that. So don't have the fear of missing an opportunity to be invested, to make money, because you're just reading the media. The media is blowing up noise. Listen to the people that know, not to the media. Listen to fund managers. Listen to advisors. Listen to companies that's been in the business for so long, that's invested in good companies that give you a good return on dividends. It's not investing in the ESCOM and the roadworks and stuff. It's stuff that work. It's companies that work. And this is the reason why Brentes Wealth is interesting to me, because you go and you interview. I mean, it's essentially you're interviewing fund managers and you say, OK, yeah, I like this. And we're going to engage their services or recommend their services because that's what you do, isn't it? You don't invest directly for people. You get other people to do so. And you choose, from what I understand, very carefully. Absolutely. Um, we don't play with people's money. That's not our job. Our job is to manage it on their behalf according to their risk profile and according to their long-term or short-term goal with this investment. I mean, your investment goal can be to save for your retirement in 10, 15 years, but the um, next to me his goal is to just get above money market rates for the next 12 months. So your risk profiles is completely different. Your investment strategies is completely different. So we take on board the management of the funds. We have interviews, like you said, we have regular meetings with reputable fund managers that is all registered with the FECA. And they make this, if I can call it, smart decisions in abbreviations to make sure they invest in good, solid companies with good balance sheets, with good return opportunities, and that doesn't go belly up if markets are tumbly or choppy. 
Fear of missing out is a very interesting concept as well. And I'll give you an example. Again, not mentioning the particular instrument here, but um, it was trading at 60, 65,000 per coin. Oh, gosh, I can't remember when it was. Maybe a year, year and a half ago. Went down to 16,000. So from over 60,000 down to around about 16,000. I'm looking on my screen now. It's around about 30,000. So it's nearly doubled in price in double quick time. So you're at the barbecue, as I said earlier on, and someone says, I invested in this uh, instrument when it was um, 17, 18,000. And look at me now, I've made uh, 80, uh, 90%. And people think, goodness me. It's not just the fear of missing out, it's also jealousy. And human beings are jealous, Suzanne. Jealous and greedy. Hmm. Let's call it what it is. A lot of people is greedy. They want a quick buck over a quick, short period. That's not sustainable. Yes, that instrument did very well. But that instrument was also one of the instruments that fell the hardest and the asset classes that fell the furthest last year during the market volatility. But there were a lot of investors that bought in on a very high price and they lost a lot of money when the markets fell and the price went down so much. So, yeah, it's the fear of missing out. It's a missing out on opportunity, but it's not a long-term sustainable performance. You don't have to focus on a performance year on year. It needs to be a longer-term compounding return without the extraordinary risk that you need to focus on. According to a survey done by CoreyWires.com, in 2022, about 30% of respondents, you say, believe they currently do not have enough money to invest. Well, they've got enough money to go out to a restaurant or go on holiday. So, of course, they've got enough money to invest. And I'm generalizing here. While 11% feel investing is complicated. And that's what I said earlier on. It's not complicated if you strip away all the noise. 14% of people afraid of losing money. 5.5% nearly are scared to invest because they think their funds will be trapped. This is where you come in, Suzanne. You have to sit down and hold their hand. Exactly. That's exactly why we're here. There's so many respondents in this survey that had multiple fears. They were afraid of losing their money. They perceived investing as be too complex. They couldn't afford it. Um, and that um, some of them will just say they don't um, trust the larger institutions to hold their money. They will rather put it in a bank account and get under inflation returns than taking the step to take on a little bit more risk, but getting a way better return. So that is where we come in. We are there and we are trained to guide you and assist them when the fear steps in to make thoughts through decisions, not because they're scared, but because they are informed to make the correct decisions. Quite right. Your final paragraph starts as follows. It's recommended to start with small investments until you gain more confidence. Taking small steps and setting achievable goals can help you become more comfortable investing. It's advisable to ask for the help and guidance of a financial advisor. I think it's a great way to end, Suzanne. And yeah, you've made me feel um, much soother today regarding my uh, potential foray into um, the markets after a, a long absence. So thank you. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Suzanne Hellman is from Brenthurst Wealth, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company.